thanks everyone for uh, for joining in and thank you FX. Um, I promise that that is that is what uh, FX. That's that's how you like to go by, right? That's the. I just want to clarify that I'm not the one that's <laughs> saying FX. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, my my real name is François Xavier. Uh, it's been quite difficult for some of my American friends to to pronounce. So I'm very happy to go by FX, which is pretty much my brand now. Uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, FX. Thanks. All right. Well, today we have FX uh, Reodo. How do you how do I pronounce your last name, Reodo? Riodo. So my first name is French. My second name is Italian. So sorry about this. Hopefully you guys can still hear me through <laughs> my terrible French accent. But uh, that's uh, that's that's the story. Yeah, Riodo. Uh, okay, Riodo. Okay. Uh, all right. So today we have FX Riodo as a special guest, the chief marketing officer for Cap Gemini Invent North America. And FX, welcome very welcome to uh, to our show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited. I think this is the the things that I'm going to do today that I will like the most. So thank you for the invitation. I love that. Uh, I'm glad to hear it. So uh, I'm going to ask you to just sit back for a second and uh, I'm going to share a little bit, give some background, and then we'll jump into, into the questions here. Uh, so as Capgemini Invent CMO for North America, FX is responsible for the growth brand, external communications, employee engagement, client intimacy, and field marketing for Capgemini's innovation and transformation arm, focusing around three playing fields, customer first, intelligent industry, and enterprise transformation. Capgemini Invent offers a rich brand ecosystem in North America. Through his past marketing leadership experiences, FX has a track record for conceiving, planning, leading, and reporting on multi-channel, multi-channels, global brand building, and demand generation in a fast growth environment. All right, so let's um, let's jump into uh, what we always do here, which is for those who've never heard of Capgemini Invent, uh, who are its customers, and what what problem are are you helping them solve? Yeah, well, so we like to describe Capgemini as a business and technology transformation partner. So we actually uh, sell into the, 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 the C-suite and we try to work with them on basically what is their next business model, their next strategy, and how they can deliver on it. So it may be, you know, a company selling cat food that wants to uh, basically transform itself and become the enabler of uh uh, of the relationship between humans and their and their cats, so that could be that could be you know the main target. So Capgemini will come in with the strategy, the new products, the innovation, the R and D, uh, uh, and then you know the the, the, the tech uh, and merge it all together to basically deliver on that vision. So that's what Capgemini does. Got it. And the are these customers are these enterprises or these mid-sized yes. companies or all enterprise so they're usually i would say uh depending on which part of the business we are we are talking about usually mid-sized to uh to large fortune 500 companies uh the part of capgemini that i uh, work in is capgemini invent which is very focused uh, a very focused agency uh in the area of uh, customer experience R&D uh, and uh, strategy consulting. So basically kind of putting together, you know, design, data analytics, uh, strategy consulting to basically kind of do the uh, uh, strategy work on the on those projects. Uh, and this part of the company will usually work with sometimes smaller parts of the of uh, smaller clients, such as startups and scale-ups that are just trying to, to expand. 
or launch your first product. How how do you approach prioritizing what Capgemini and Ben's narrative is? Uh, how do you go about go about doing that? Are there questions you ask yourself? I always I, I I'm always curious about is there a particular playbook that someone has where they say, you know, these are five things I always ask myself. Yeah, I mean, we've we've I've I try to 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 go on many of the industry events and talk to the clients very often and kind of try to understand how they perceive us um and what are the kind of their pain points. So I think that's kind of that kind of soft touch that you have. Uh, that will then help you kind of uh, rethink about your narratives. And um, when we think about the narrative of what the Capgemini Invent brand wants to propose, uh, it's very related to the narrative that Capgemini overall wants to, to propose. And we've been going through quite uh, uh, an interesting transformation in this space because Capgemini, um, you know, has built itself and established itself on those uh, the markets that it operates in as a... Um, a service provider very often, mm -hmm. and we are doing this transition into, okay, now we want to to, to establish ourselves as really kind of that business and technology transformation partner. Uh, that means a lot, that's a very different approach to the market in the way that you tell story, uh, in the way that you engage with, uh, with, with, the, with the market. And within that environment, Capgemini Invent, which is the, the, the agency that I work for, is essentially kind of uh, 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 being the entry level or kind of the start of that conversation uh, for the rest of the group. We like to think about ourselves as the tip of the spear. So, mm -hmm. um, uh, so uh, when we think about narrative building, there's obviously what the clients expect. And then there is, how do we start telling a story that the rest of Capgemini is going to be able to bring home essentially, you know? So do we start, so uh, we've defined four key elements of what we want to stand for uh, and that we think that Capgemini can then with its scale help deliver on. So Capgemini Advent introduced the story. Those elements are product innovation, uh, um, digital transformation, uh, smart decision uh, smart decision making through, through analytics. And the last one being, oh yeah, new business model and the invention of new business model. So basically the idea of is how do we shape those narratives that then essentially sell the, help sell some of the rest of the services that Capgemini can offer. Have, have there been, um... Have there been effective, are there channels that have been more, more effective than others? You've mentioned that you're, you're, you're a tip of the spear, right? You're, you're, you're yeah. one of the first ones in there with the customer, with the building that customer experience. Uh, what has been effective for you? And this is, we're talking B2B here and B2B enterprise, but what, what are some effective channels uh, for you to have these convert these qualified leads into and build these relationships? Yeah, I mean, the, the I would say that interestingly, you know, uh, uh, about a third of our uh, marketing mix is very much still uh, what we can do on the field in real, real life connections. So such as, you know, events such as intimacy moments that we can build around the customers. So I think this has been a very extremely historically uh, important channels for us to to sell essentially. You know, um, as we operate this transformation from, uh, you know, uh, 
tech service provider to to um, a transformation partner. We try to challenge also the the buying centers and the stakeholders that we sell into um, on our client side. So, for instance, you know we may be used to sell into the CIOs, the CTOs, and we are moving into trying to sell more and more to uh, the, the the CEOs, the COOs, and then sometimes the the, the CHROs and the CMOs uh, of the organization. So, how do you move from basically you know, that first entry point and that connection that you have that has a perspective about uh, about you and build more relationship into the accounts to kind of reach to the, the different level. The way that we've done this is, uh, uh, I think, very, very, very often to, uh, you know, creating those moments essentially. So, you know, uh, being present at, at, at large at large uh, trade shows that are relevant for us, um, uh, organizing our own hosted event where we can kind of build more connection. So that has been, that has still been a big part of our, of our, of our go-to-market. I was I was just going to jump into the field marketing um yeah. and I know that you you mentioned a couple of things right conferences events um what how much does that is that a in terms of a percentage of your resources that you commit yeah. what would you say that falls in is is field marketing the you know the area where you are seeing the best results and you're spending most of your time in yeah i mean it's been it's been a decreasing level of investment for us, I think, uh, compared to, uh, you know, um, trying to move into more and more of the, the digital channels. I think one thing that uh, that we got to do more is also to increase brand awareness and like uh, very much kind of at the awareness level, making the market more aware of what Capgemini is today compared to, uh, to what it was. Uh, so I think we've rebalanced a little. When I said about how... Uh, moving back into the, the the strategy, you know, which is very much to uh, uh, sell outcomes or basically be the partner of a client so that transformation journey. How do you do this, and how do you change your marketing in order to 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 be able to accompany that transformation? Well, in my case, in our case, what we've done is we've defined basically. Uh, uh, industry, we, we decided that the right go-to-market and the right approach was through the, uh, more and more through the industries and less and less through the services or the capabilities that we were trying to sell, right? So basically being able to, um, in, in the way that we plan for our content for the year uh, and our campaigns, we've defined, you know, a few industries that we care about where um, key uh, industry megatrends, I'll call them this way, in terms of uh, what our clients care about in those industries that are not necessarily related to the services that we, that, that, that that we share, but that we have, that right. we offer, but but to uh, expertise and how we can through the services that we can offer, kind of solve for those those industry make mega trends. And then we've created around those mega trends what we call customer journeys uh, that are basically different types of, of of touch points that we, during which we can uh, we can engage with the with the customers and build our content pipeline based on those on those industries mega trends. So they have changed completely the way that we used to uh, to to do marketing, even from a digital perspective. You know, we. Would used to to basically you know work on content and collateral that were supporting our services and pushing <laughs> those to uh, uh, a little bit you know in a not in a messy way but you know uh, in a in eclectic way to uh, to 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 a lot of our customers and we're now moving into that very focused you know industry perspective with this customer journey trying to meet the customers where where they are with the relationship of us you know if you think about the life cycle of uh, 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 of, of our customer interactions, essentially, uh, um, and we simplify it to the maximum. There is three main uh, area, right? There is the 
care essentially. So that's like, uh, uh, you know, they know about us, uh, um, uh, but they don't necessarily interact with us. So the care is usually where you want to have content that is a little bit more kind of high level, tackling the thought leadership, kind of research and things like this. The uh, consider, which is basically where we try to uh, engage around, you know, some of the uh, uh, service expertise that we may have and things that we've already delivered and how do we try to solve for this issue that we've defined and that we mentioned that we had expert and that we've established uh, for leadership on and then shoes, which is really much where we kind of get into uh, uh, next to the customer and really start solving for their solution. Those, that's kind of our lead journey. Uh, the tech, you know, uh, that we're rolling out step by step is starting to solve uh, so, so, so solve for, for, for this, making sure that we only talk to the customers at the right moment in that journey. Uh, and that's, that, that's kind of the transition that we've been through. So at the moment, we're moving into, uh, we're moving our mix more and more into those, those mega issues and customer lifecycle associated to it, related to uh, uh, to our industry go-to-market essentially. And a bit, I, I mean, events and film marketing has a role to play, but as part of that of that cycle and probably uh, uh, depending on, on the event at the, at the later stage of the cycle. And that makes a ton of sense because I know that client intimacy is, is something that's vital for you. Uh, I want to jump into that a little bit. So the client int intimacy, customer intimacy, how attentive you know company is to address the its customers' needs. Uh, it's not it's not about what you what you have to offer, but what their problems are, and uh, can you help solve those particular needs? Uh, and so, how can I'm curious? How can marketing in, in your marketing function? How can you promote that customer intimacy? Uh, and and create those strong connections. I know you talked about, yes, like being physically yeah. there at at conferences, right? Okay, get it. Right? Like that's that's something within the, the the field marketing world and space. What what are other ways in which you see that marketing can play a big role in customer intimacy? Yeah, I mean, this is this is a very interesting one that we work on very regularly. And to be very frank with you as well, this is something that we always have a little bit of a difficulty to assign KPIs with. To be honest, as well, mm. how do you define intimacy? Right, that's a little bit uh, that's a little bit difficult. You can run customer surveys and things like this, but um, it's always something that you need to feel and that you need to work very hand in hand with sales and the the account executives and other salespeople on the accounts to understand fully. Uh, my 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 first answer on how do you build customer intimacy is to think about what is um, for professional service firm uh, uh, brand experience? How does your customer experience your brand? And the reality, if you're a consulting firm, or you know, uh, it's that the, the the brand experience is the interaction with the consultants that work on the on on the projects, right? So uh, we have three hundred and seventy thousand. People, uh, maybe even more today around the world. You know, more than fifteen thousand in 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 the US. Um, they work every day with the clients on solving their problems. Right. So yeah. those are uh, channels of communications for us. They are the they are uh, uh, the way that our customers experience the brand. So I think the culture, uh, uh, you know, uh, element of of it is very very important. Um, it's Capgemini was I think one of the first mover in uh, uh, being very aggressive around uh, the topic of employee advocacy about twelve years ago. As a matter of fact, that was one of my first assignments at Capgemini. Uh, but it's uh, it's vital, right? So your uh, your company, your, your your colleagues essentially, and your um, your collaborators kind of all uh, 
having a very clear understanding of that that idea that you need to be a partner, that you need to challenge your customer, that you need to sell outcomes rather than just being, you know, kind of answering RFPs and things like this, that uh, they can understand very clearly what's the promise that you do as a brand uh, to the market. In our case, you know, we, we have that tagline, get the future you want, that kind of embodies what I meant around being being more strategic and being a partner of the client transformation. So 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 being able to to use them as you know the, the best ambassadors of the brand is what's going to build the intimacy with the with, with the with the customers. So I think that's 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 really the the the, the number one element. Uh, you know, um, uh, um, using using all of our colleagues that work with the clients as channels of communication uh, with one message is a big way to have a huge. Uh, echo chamber and talk to the market. You know there is 370,000 people all communicating to their network on LinkedIn, uh, which is all of our clients and more uh, mm-hmm. uh, about about our message. Is making sure that we're going to touch the right people, as opposed to, you know, I don't know, uh, advertisement in an airport that may touch uh, people that we care about or not. So that's 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 kind of the, the 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 first element of thought process. The second element of thought process is I think the um, uh, we spend an, an enormous amount of time. Uh, uh, interviewing our customers around uh, what do they care about. And um, you, um, we have a research institute, which is a full team in the company that work only on interviewing clients about uh, their expectation, their perspective, and publish research on a very regular basis, mm. talking to the market you know, in that care part of the, 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 the journey that you have with a customer around uh, what are the big trends, how we can guide them, you know, and what are their peers thinking about is extremely important. So I think that research element and giving value in the marketing process to your to your customers in terms of information research uh, is, uh, is equally as important as, uh, you know, uh, the quality of the delivery and other things that so that's how marketing also contribute to 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 uh, to, to customer intimacy. I, how do you in that in that first uh in in the first effort that you mentioned which is getting everyone yeah. it's part of the culture and getting everyone kind of in a unified voice of 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 not just answering questions but but going to that next step with that customer and and, and making sure that their needs are met how do you uh, is there is there any particular tactic and again for for those that are not in massive companies uh yeah. i'm just very curious how what do you do? Are there certain tactics that you put in place that allow you to keep that unified voice with yeah. such a vast array of you know of colleagues? Absolutely, and we've and and we have moved very much and learned very much from from some of the past things that we have done to in the, in that space. Right um, at the beginning of our of our customer uh, of our employee advocacy programs, we were very much in an idea of. How can we automate, you know, uh, a lot of that, a lot of that work? So, you know, kind of everybody will receive an email with the type of content that they can post, they can they can share things like this. Um, uh, um, they will receive, you know, keywords and the uh, and key messages that they can talk about, etc. And I think today we are kind of uh, uh, moving away from this and and moving into we've built a very interesting exercise of uh, uh, what we call storytelling. So essentially, stop talking about us and start talking about the end value that we've delivered to the to, 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 to the to the customers. And you know, we've as a marketing function, we've published in the organization a certain number of customer stories that are 
uh, written in less than a paragraph, uh, but that basically kind of show uh, the type of work that we do and the value that we deliver to the clients. People can absorb it very easily, and then they can they can they can they can share it to uh, to their customers very easily. Some things that are very um, that are very relevant and that are very um, uh, that tell that tell to us very very strongly. You know, we we like it's it's a little bit cliche, but we say that you know brand. Don't talk to people. Don't listen to brand. They listen to people. Uh, mm -hmm. So making sure that you have those story kind of laid out very, very simply, uh, that are kind of straight to the point. That that are like you know some of our clients, of course, are, are large recognizable consumer consumer brand that they that we use in our day to day. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, making sure that some of those uh, health monitoring devices that you know uh, um, diabetic people use every day to uh, to to improve their, their their quality of life, and and you know Capgemini has built the R and D and help build the, the, the first the, the first uh, the first uh, POCs etc so telling this kind of stories is making it very uh, very uh, uh, relatable for people and uh, and people can just use it and, and share it I just went through um, I, I came back from a marketing conference and a ton of conversations were about thought leadership yeah um, so I want I want to shift a little bit to thought leadership um, does it fall under you know, the top five priorities in your marketing strategy? And if so, are there initiatives or uh, that you found to be most effective when it comes to building thought leadership for Capgemini? So I, I work, I work for the, as I said, you know, for that tip of the SPI agency. Um, yeah. It's a, um, it's, we usually not, the, the thing is I'm surrounded with with people and my colleagues uh, who are absolutely brilliant, right? There are mm. people who have been, who have done the most amazing careers. They have been in the in the nicest uh, business schools and things like that. And so they all have something to to say. And usually, you know, in a consulting firm, you also have uh, KPIs and an expectation that you will you would build POVs and things like that. Uh, and it's very easy in my seat to actually be on the receiving end on all of the thought leadership that you should be pushing and publishing and things like that and putting into form and uh, and and designing so um to to kind of you know it's one of our absolute top priority and i will say also it's probably the value that capgemini invent can bring to capgemini because as i as i said in in our content in our in our content plan um as kind of the strategy uh, strategy uh, uh, powerhouse for the rest of the organization um uh, i the, the the way that we've tried to kind of uh, uh, uh prioritize around it is very much around uh, uh, what I call ruthless prioritization. So every year, uh, I have a conversation with uh, with our key leaders where I ask them about, okay, what do you think are the key things that we should be talking about to the to the market for 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 next year? What makes sense? You know, what what does the client care? We kind of challenge it with what we've done in the previous years and some of our client surveys as well, and decide on three or four. Uh, key topics uh, and you know it's almost a four by four uh, this year maybe a four by five that's why I'm smiling but uh, of uh, 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 industries or sectors uh, and then topics and then you map out basically your content plan your content plan and different touch points that you're going uh, to uh, to plan for during the year to those uh, to those uh, to those activities so that's that's my planning exercise for the year but for leadership number one priority because you start by that element of uh, defining what's the problem that we are going to solve before you go into okay. Well, now let's 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 solve it through our services and and offers and customer stories and other things that you that you use at Proofpoint. Have there have there been uh, 
when, when you talk about the content or those different channels, have there been any that have been extra uh, effective with being able to sell the thought leadership? Yeah, I mean, I've, what what we've noticed, uh, it's not one size fit all. It really depends on the topic. Um, I, uh, I, what has been the most effective is usually when we, a few things. The first thing is, um, uh, what's the level of um, what's the le level of resonance that the thought leadership got internally, uh, and the alignment of the how 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 it it talk to people internally, because then again, then there are the people who are going to amplify it. So that has been, you know, the way that we communicated about the thought leadership internally, the way that we've made it relevant for 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 our business, et cetera. If people relate to it, they will use it and they will they will do a lot more with, with it. So I think that's number one. In terms of format, uh, we've noticed, I think, like everybody else, that uh, we need to reduce a lot the the, the, the size uh, of, our, uh, of our research. So we usually kind of cut it in a lot of snackable types of formats, you know, very mm -hmm. visual, very kind of, you know, one learning, one image, uh, uh, data-driven, very, very simple. Uh, and videos, of course, that are the it's the most most effective type of, type of content. The one thing that I would say that may be a little bit surprising is that don't overlook as, as part of your kind of uh, mix. Don't overlook the uh, <clears throat> one to one um, uh, um, uh, interactions and the physical interactions, because as I said, you know the salesperson is going to go to their clients, etc. The thought leadership that you're going to publish, if the salesperson give it from what from his hand to the client's hand, you know, in the form of a report or something like this, uh, would be would be a lot more impactful than 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 uh, if it's shared through our corporate channels or even through one-on-one -on -one corporate channels and things like that. So that's that's something that has been extremely impactful as well, which is on the account that we really care about, that are our key accounts, making sure that you know the, the research was going from, from the hands of, uh, of the person managing the relationship on our side to uh, a few of the, 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 the stakeholders that we want to influence on the accounts. And that's usually where we get feedback as well, that they will reach out back and be like, hey, I really like that point, point and this, and can I talk to this person or to, um, to, um, to the person that is interviewed in the report and things like that. What do you believe are, are the biggest challenges right now for uh, it Chief marketing officer in the current business landscape, uh, you know, and and how how are you envisioning being able to tackle that challenge? We overall, it's uh, it's uh, I think I think the, the the business is seeing a softer, uh, you know, in terms of uh, of um, of growth and in terms of uh, uh, well, in terms of business results. So I see and foresee that you know the marketing budgets are going to be flat or uh, you know. Um, are going to be challenged. So I think one of the main challenges is going to be resources uh, in mm -hmm. the in the in the short term for 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 marketing leaders. Um, there is also more and more uh, because of the buzz that is out there. You know uh, the impression that you know a content can be fully automated, uh, ensuring that uh, that I don't think that's true. So uh, that's also something that um, that that's going to become. Um, to become a challenge for marketers as they manage the, the rest of their, 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 their stakeholders in the organizations. Thank you so much, FX. Enjoy the rest of your, uh, your day. Thank you. Have a good one.